when's the last time that you took time off from your business? Like real time off? Or does that thought send a shiver down your spine? It really shouldn't. Let's get into it. Welcome to Life Virtually, the podcast for online service providers who want to level up their business game whilst living their best virtual life. I'm Ellie, your host, coach, friend and mentor. Hey, hello, welcome. How the heck are you? How's life? How is business? I hope everything is so good in your world. I'm seeing a little bit of a shift actually. Um, Like this time last year, I, I feel like I would have been talking to a lot of people who were struggling to find clients, um, who were maybe in business like six months and still hadn't found their first one. But now I'm seeing so many people who are just flying it or just killing it. And I don't know what it is. What is in the air, guys? What's in the air? Or is it a shift in our industry? Have we become a little bit more mainstream? Which is a good thing. Because I know definitely this time last year, like online service providers still weren't things, still weren't that well known. People didn't know how the online service industry could help them and their business. So maybe there's been a shift there. Either way, it is so amazing. I love having all of these chats with you all, celebrating your wins, discussing your ideas. That's a big one for me. I can't help myself just as a coach. When somebody sends me a message and they're like, um, oh, I have this, I'd love to introduce something, you know, passively, some passive income, or I'd love to do this or that. My head just immediately starts bursting with ideas for them. Like I can't help myself. I really can't help myself. And I'm just like, oh my God, they'd be so good at this. They're so good at that. There's so many ways that you can grow your business, which is very exciting. And um, I'm going to be getting stuck into all of that very soon in the next mini mind. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later because, yeah, I want to share some transformations with you, which are mind-blowing, exciting. But today we're talking about taking time off from your business, real time off from your business. So what do I mean when I say real time off? I mean laptop free. Is that a scary thought? <laughs> is that a frightening thought? It can be for an online service provider. I know your your laptop is your whole business essentially. I remember when I like first started out, I had my old laptop that I um started my business with. Anytime my husband touched it, like if he was moving it or something like that, I would be like, be careful, <laughs> be careful. That's my livelihood <laughs> because our laptops are so important to us. So the thought of walking away from them for like a week or two weeks to take a little bit of time off can be a scary one. And it can be hard to know how to navigate time off. Like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do with your clients? How are they going to get on if you're not there helping them? It's, yeah, there's a lot to think about. And that thought can stop you from actually doing it. But I want you to remember back to when you were an employee and you got like a certain amount of holidays. Where I am, the average is about four weeks a year. And I bet that you took all of those, (laughs) that you took all of those throughout the year. 
we're coming into summer now and I know for sure that taking time off is on people's minds especially with kids being off school and all of that and so it is something that's coming up a lot more we had a conversation about it on the last mini mind when one of the OSPs on it um had never taken a real time off in her business yet. She had been in business about a year and actually she's, she's freaking amazing. So she is, she was only in business about a year, but she already has a big team and everything. Like she's unreal, just an amazing businesswoman. but she hadn't really taken real time off yet because she hadn't been in business really that long. And she was asking us, what am I supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed to do with my clients? And I know that lots of people can think the same thing. But there are so many other reasons that it can be hard to take time off. As a self-employed person, it can be difficult to step away from your business. You are the driving force behind its success. Essentially, the business is you. And so it can be hard to let go of that. But also, I know lots of OSPs who shy away from taking time off because most of the time, if you're not working, you're not getting paid. And that can be a scary thought for a lot of people as a self-employed person. But the biggest one that I see time and time again is, what will my clients do? How will my clients get on? I don't want to let them down. I don't want to abandon them. We all know how essential it is to take time off. It is essential for your mental and physical health. And as I always say, if you're not looking after yourself, then you can't take care of business. If you are looking after your own personal health, you are also looking after the health of your business. Because remember, you're the driving force behind it and its success. You need to be healthy, looked after and feeling good. Everybody needs an opportunity to recharge their batteries. And burnout is a common problem for self-employed people. We need to avoid it. But taking time off has other perks that you mightn't even think of. Stepping away from your business can help you to gain perspective and ideas, new ideas. You'll often find that while you're off, when you're away from your laptop, switched off from your virtual world inside of it, that you get tons of new ideas or problems that you could not solve, suddenly you can see clearly. And so it is essential that you are taking time off, real time off, away from your business. So in this episode, I want to equip and empower you to actually do it, okay? I'm going to talk a little bit through about what to do before prepping for taking time off, what you can do with your clients, because I know that that is a massive concern for a lot of people. But also, I'm going to give you a couple of tips and tricks for returning, because I learned them the hard way. (laughs) When you decide to take time off, notice is everything. You need to give your clients really good notice well in advance that you are taking this week or these weeks or whatever it is off because you guys want to plan and prepare for that. Make sure to check your contract because I remember my contract back in the day had something along the lines of anything of over if I was taking anything over two days off that I would give them like two weeks notice of it so just you know make sure take a look see what your contract says (laughs) make sure you're adhering to that notice is everything because clients have a habit of forgetting 
And so you want to remind them the whole way along. Give them the few weeks notice, even a few months notice. Add it to their calendar if you've got access. And make sure to give them periodic reminders. So let's say you're you're starting out, let's say April. Let's say you're taking a week off in April. Make sure that on the last day of March, you say, you know, FYI, a reminder, I am taking this week off in April. That two weeks beforehand, you're sending an email to say, FYI, in two weeks time, I am off. Um, and same the week before. And the reason you want to do that is because firstly, to remind them. And secondly, to stay on the right track. Because here's what happens when you don't do that. The clients forget that you're taking time off. And then when they realize it about two days before you finish up, they panic. And what happens when they panic? Oh my God, they pile it all on top of you. And that is the last thing that you need before you take time off from your business. Everybody needs the time off anyway. You don't want to be starting it completely stressed out and probably needing more time off than you had originally planned. That is why giving notice and reminders is everything. So what do you do (laughs) with your clients when you're not there? Depending on what type of work you do as an online service provider, you might be someone that works with clients very closely. You might be someone who just pauses their work while you're away. But I know it's a really big concern for people. Um, How are my clients going to manage? I don't want to abandon them. What can I do? You have a few different options here. If you do have a team like that mini minder, get your associates to look after your clients. Make sure that your associates are filled in a few weeks in advance. They're trained up in the different tasks that will need to be completed with these clients whilst you're away. So the work never has to stop. And if you do that, you're actually getting ready for more growth too, because you're handing off more work to your associates that you used to do. And so, hey, when you come back, you might decide to leave that client with the associate. More room for growth, my friend. If you have a team, that's the best way to handle it. Make sure that your associates, your team members are looking after these clients, that a few weeks before you take time off, that you are training them up in the different things they will have to do with the client. Make sure, though, that the client knows the associate will be stepping in for you. I actually forgot to mention this (laughs) on the episode about associate work, and I was kicking myself afterwards. If you take on associates and you have associates doing client work, please, please make sure that your clients know that. I had always thought that that was um, a given. (laughs) That if you brought team members on and you were giving the work to an associate instead of you doing it yourself, that you would tell that people knew to tell their clients that, but apparently not. (laughs) I was kind of shocked to find out that there was people with associates and their clients had no idea. So their clients thought that the main OSP was doing their work when they weren't. Guys, that's just... That's not good. That is not good for client relationships, like at all. It's kind of deception in a way. And I don't like saying it like that because it sounds really bad, but like it is in a way. That client has the right to know who's accessing their systems, their data, their, their business. And so please, I did forget to mention that in the associate episode. If you are taking associates on and they are doing work for your clients, please make sure that your clients know that, okay? I did this a little bit on the last mini mind. Actually, we were um, putting emails together to uh, let clients know that um, team members were coming on board and all the rest. So you can do it in a very positive way. 
that your clients will respect. So if you have a team, you have associates, that's the easiest way for you to manage your time off is for you to train up your associates on those those particular clients, their particular tasks and hand them over. Now, if you don't have a team, if it's just you and your business, you've kind of got two options. The first is to just let them fend for themselves. <laughs> and I know that that sounds terrible, but it's, yeah, it's it's true. Depending on what type of work you do. So let's say you do social media. You could actually um, have it planned and scheduled in advance for the time you're going to be off. So you could do the work in advance and have it all ready to go out. But there are other things that like have to be done on the day, depending on what you offer. Tasks and yeah, different things that need to be completed live on the day that you can't prep for. And in that case, you're just you're just going to have to take the time off and either let the client look after it while you're away or you both agree that you will catch up on it when you get back. Please don't let that deter you from taking time off. I promise you that your clients do not mind. Firstly, you need to remember that they were probably doing that task themselves before you came on board anyway, so they know how to do it. And secondly, if it's not urgent, they don't really care that you're going to catch up on it when you get back, just as long as it is caught up on. The other option then, if you don't have a team, is to get cover for yourself. Get another online service provider to come in and cover for you. Now, when you're planning to take time off, I would leave that option up to the client. You can say, hey, I'm taking this week in April off. Um, Always have a little plan in place before you approach the client. Remember, we're proactive business owners here, okay? And say to them, I can have all of this prepped before I go. Obviously, these tasks need to be done live. I can catch up on them when I come back. Or would you like me to find cover for the couple of weeks I'm away? Depending on what the client wants, you could then find a another online service provider, another OSP that you're familiar with and have them come in for the couple of weeks you're gone. In my experience, most clients don't look for the cover unless you're going on maternity leave or something like that. I have seen um, some OSPs go on maternity leave and yes, the client would like cover for the few months that you're gone. But If it's only a couple of weeks, they are usually more than happy to let you catch up on it when you get back. See, that's not hard, right? (laughs) It's not. So if you have a team, you can let your team look after it for you. And that's an option for further growth, actually. (laughs) If you don't have a team, you really have two options. To let the client fend for themselves while you're away and catch up when you get back or hire cover in. But do always let the client make that decision. Bring the options to them and allow them to decide what they think is best for their business. Usually they're quite happy that you're going on holiday. I want you to remember that, okay? These are business owners too, most of your clients. And when you say you're taking time off, all the rest, they're usually quite happy for you to do that. They know that it's going to benefit you. And if it benefits you, it benefits your business and that therefore benefits theirs. So they want to see you taking time off from your business. So remind and remind them again and make sure you guys are all on track. Everybody knows what's happening while you're away. And the day you finish, you can breathe. (laughs) You can breathe. Put that laptop away and take some real time off. I remember the first time I took real time off. 
it was, I went to Portugal, actually, I went to Lisbon, and I argued so badly with myself about whether I should take my laptop with me or not. And I don't know why, like, everything was perfect. My clients all knew that I was off. I had really, really prepped before I went. Given all the notice, I'd done a really good job of finishing up stress-free. And actually, I had originally decided to take one week, but at the last minute said I was going to take two. And all my clients were like, oh, do enjoy it, all the rest. But yeah, I thought about bringing my laptop with me. And in the end, I decided against it. And this was probably the first time I didn't have it with me in like over a year. (laughs) That's terrible, isn't it? But I really saw the benefits of not having it, of really properly switching off. I will admit that I brought my work phone with me to Portugal, but it never came out of my bag. I just had this fear where I was like, I need... I need to have my work phone with me just in case, just in case. But nobody, it it never rang. It never made a sound. So I didn't have to take it out of my bag. I had a fabulous two weeks off. One week in Portugal, the second week at home, just chilling. I love to do my holidays that way. Have one week at home just to chill out. Then on the first Monday back, about an hour into work, I needed another holiday again already because I was a rookie at this (laughs) and I had not adequately prepared for my return. Oh, I learned this the hard way. I learned things the hard way so that you don't have to. (laughs) That's the way it is. I had done all of this prep before I went. I had sent the reminders. I had made sure we were on track. I had gotten everything organized for going, but I had just I guess it was my first time doing this and so I had never really thought about what would happen when I came back. Well, here's what happens when you come back if you don't prepare for it. (laughs) You are going to have everybody jump on top of you at the same time on Monday morning, pulling you in every which way direction, panicking about things, telling you that things are urgent when they really aren't. You're going to be an hour in and wishing that you took more time off. But yeah, I'll never forget how stressful that was. And so I came up with a plan. I decided, right, next time I take time off, I'm going to prepare for my return. And ever since, I have always um, done the same things to prepare for my return. And they work like a dream. So to prevent all of that Monday morning stress, when you come back, you know, ready to ease into your first, your first day back to work, To prevent all the stress and keep that nice holiday vibe, you need to do a bit of preparation before you finish up for when you come back. My best advice for that is to book in all of your calls for the week you're back before you go. If you book in calls with clients for the week you're back, they know that they've got a slot with you in their calendar. They know that they're going to speak to you. If you don't do that, They will all jump on top of you on that Monday morning with their concerns, venting things, needing to tell you everything. It's a mess, (laughs) okay? It's a mess. Whereas if they already have the slot in the diary for like the next day, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, they'll think, oh, I see it. I'll see Ellie then. I'll fill her in on everything then. And it stops them from all running your way the second you're back. The other thing then would be, If you have, if you're a VA or an OBM that works with somebody very closely, if you work with them like every day in their business, ask them to send you a brief update 
the day before or a couple of days before you come back. Because if you have somebody that you work very closely with like that, there can be lots of different projects you're working on together and you will have no idea what the client did while you were away. Whether they, maybe they moved something forward. Maybe something's not a priority anymore. You have no idea. And I know you might say, Ellie, I could ask my client to send me an email the day before I come back in two weeks time and they won't remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I get you. So what you need to do is schedule an email to them. Schedule an email to your client that will go to them a day before or two days before, whatever it is, you come back saying, hey, this email is automated. I'm on holidays. Will you please shoot me back some updates and bullet points on these things. I promise you (laughs) from my experience that those two things will make your transition back into work from your fabulous chilled holiday feel a lot easier. (laughs) A lot easier. See that doesn't sound so complicated right? All it takes to take some time off from your business is a bit of preparation beforehand and reminders to your clients so that they don't forget and then pile on you just before you finish. That you decide how your clients are going to be looked after while you're away with your clients. And that you do that small little bit of prep for when you come back. So you can bask in your holiday chill for a day (laughs) before diving back in. That's what I always do anyway. I always make sure that the first day back is call free so that I've absolutely no calls. I am pretty much just sitting at the laptop catching up on things and that's it really. I'll probably only work for a couple of hours. If you have concerns about not being paid because you're not working, I think there's a different conversation that needs to be had. And that is, is your rate too low? As a self-employed person, your rate looks significantly higher than like the average hourly rate of an employee. And that's because you have to include lots of different things in it. You're not just charging for your time to do your work. You're thinking of insurance, equipment, all kinds of things. And that includes time off. Because we're not the same as employees who just get paid as usual when you take time off. So if your rate is way too low anyway, that could be why you're concerned about finances when you're taking time off. So I would definitely say look into that for sure. And that is how you take time off from your business. Honestly, I think the scariest part of it is the mindset bit, is getting past that block of, I won't be in control. Um, Ah, what are my clients going to do? I don't know what to do. And the first time you do it is definitely a learning curve. It's scary. It's a scary thing to do. But the more you do it, the more you get used to it. And remember, it's essential for the health of your business to take time off. If you do not look after yourself, then you can't take care of business. (laughs) That should be one of my taglines. I've been saying that for years. (laughs) That and live your best virtual life. I'd love to hear if you've got plans to take time off for the summer or if you're going to go anywhere. I actually have no plans as of right now because I am moving house this weekend. Yes, I am moving house this weekend into our new home and oh my God, I'm so excited. But I will admit that right this second, I am surrounded by just crap. Clothes and bags and yeah, we're packing and it's it's a whole mess. But yes, I have nothing planned at the moment, time off wise. Um, I do have cheeky days in my calendars that, um, that nobody knows about, but I haven't um, 
thought about like a week or two weeks just yet. Although there is a festival happening here in my hometown um, in August and I'll probably take a week or two off for that. There will be quite a few people, you know, coming home and visiting for it. I think though when it comes to time off, what's actually scarier for most online service providers is it's not, you know, the planned week or two off. It's the unplanned time off. If you're sick or if something happens in your life and you need to take a day or two off your business. Because planned time off is one thing, right? It's it's something you can prepare for. It's something that you can you can do your best to make sure your clients are happy, they're looked after, everything is good. But unplanned time off is completely different. You're literally leaving them in the lurch. I know the two two times I had COVID over the past couple of years, um, I, I mostly worked through it when those happened, but I did mostly work through, but I did take like a day or so off. And I will say, look, guys, it's just something that we each have to experience. And the first time you experience it is scary. But after that, it's fine. Most clients are really understanding. <laughs> Most of them are extremely understanding. They are so happy to be like, oh my God, go look after yourself. I hope you're okay. Look after yourself. And anyway, with the flexible way that you work, I'm sure you can pick it up in the next few days. It shouldn't affect your income too much. But really looking after yourself as a business owner is the most important thing that you can do. I see it quite a lot with my clients. They'll come to me and they'll be like, I'm, I feel so stuck right now. Um, I don't know what to do about this and it's not like me. It's not like me. Usually I'm able to move past things like this. Usually I'm able to come up with the solution or the idea. I can't see it clearly. And usually what I say to them is it, it really sounds like you need a break. I can help coach them through the situation and I will do that. But they should still take a break. <laughs> when you find yourself that way, where you can't make decisions or you just can't see something clearly, you can't see the solution, even though you should be able to. Or even if you're like out of content ideas, you're like, I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to post on social media anymore. With all of those things, usually you just need a break and a reset. And once you come back, you'll be like a different person. You'll be like actually back to you, to productive, creative you. If you have any questions about taking time off from your business, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, I am there to answer them because I want you to get some time off, okay? <laughs> I want to make sure that you're taking time off. So if you have a question, please feel free to shoot a message over to me. And guys, remember the next mini mind is starting on the 24th of April. Oh my God, the transformations that we saw in the last one were just chef's kiss. This is a really small program for online service providers. It's kept small for our private community feel. And on the last program, we saw, oh my God, the most amazing things happen. Realizations, um, transformations, just shifts, all kinds of things. One OSP started on it saying that she wanted to take on her first associate, that that's how she wanted to grow her business. She wanted to take on her associate and start delegating to them. By the end of the program, she had three three associates. Another one of the mini minders was working away, building her authority, building things in her business. And she did come up against a bit of a roadblock. 
I helped her navigate through that. We got her through it and she had the most amazing realisation that her business wasn't aligned with her big why anymore. And so she stripped it back and now she's starting to rebuild in a more aligned and sustainable way. And we had another OSB who built her team further, raised those prices. Honestly, there was just so much stepping up into your power claiming your authority, it was a dream. And I can't wait to start with this next group on the 24th of April. The doors are still open. So if you are ready to reach that next level in your business, if you're ready to take new steps, head to the show notes because you'll get the link there. One of the online service providers taking part in this next round has been in the biz for over 10 years. You're going to be in seriously good company. I can't wait to see the hive mind action that goes on here of everybody working together. Oh, it's going to be unbelievable. Next week is our last episode in the season. Where has the time gone? Honestly, this has been a crazy few months for me. And for most people I've been talking to, I am seeing so much growth in the industry in the last couple of months. So next week we are talking, taking your business to the next level. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Virtually. I hope that you found the information valuable and that you got to pick up some tips and tricks along the way. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss an episode. And if you did enjoy this episode, please take a moment to leave a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps others to find this podcast. If you're looking for more information on starting, growing or evolving your online service business, head over to ruluvirtual.com. There you'll find a variety of resources and services to help you take your virtual business to the next level. That's R-U-L-U-Virtual.com. The link is in the show notes. Until next time.